Welcome to the Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast, episode number 75, a Jiu-Jitsu ratings BS. What's up, Kieran? What's up, Adam? Welcome to the show. The people have spoken. They want me to do the intros. Have they really? Have you, they spoken? Who yeah, has spoken? The, who are these people? The same people who have sent through requests to change the artwork to you having a so blue it's, belt. It's literally two people. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, two people. You know who you are. Oh my God. Yeah, we haven't heard much, well, I haven't heard much in the way of art belt, um, art belt, artwork, belt color, flack recently. And I think we need to reinvigorate that argument. <laughs> nah, we're good. Okay. Just, just leave right it off. as is. All right. Never mind then. <laughs> I think, um, well, well, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but I will now because I've already started to, to explain it. But, you know, I guess it's quite a ways down the track, but I thought what would be really funny is like eventually changing it to you having a blue belt only after you've gotten your purple belt. <laughs> uh, and I'd be like, oh yeah, we'll finally change the artwork. Right. <laughs> when you said this is quite a ways down the track, I thought you were implying like a black belt. And then you said purple belt. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh I thought I was getting graded, bro. Oh, I, thought we have was, a, I thought that was coming up. Yeah. Bro. We have a grading coming up. Yeah. So, so that's pretty much the uh, inspiration behind this episode topic. Yeah, so I think quite a few episodes ago leading up to the recent-ish, not that recent anymore by the time people are listening to this, but, you know, we had a competition early 2022 and leading up to that I had said, um, hey, guys, competition coming up, let's go, blah, 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 blah. There will also be a grading after the competition, so interpret that however you want, essentially saying, hey, you know, do this competition there's a grading. Maybe those two things have, you know, something to do with each other. And a lot of people registered for the competition. Not many people trained for the competition, whether that was due to injury or getting sick or being lazy or whatever. There was, you know, everyone's case was different, right? Um, You know, you got super sick the week of the competition and still did really well in your no-gi right? We spoke in whatever episode it was, was it 74, 73? We spoke about post-competition. You've got it there. 74. 74, you know, what to do after the competition. So I'm sure in that episode, we dumped some shit on your gi match, but did really well in your no gi. You know, Toby, who we've spoken about before, one of your best training partners, he- he turned up when most people wouldn't have turned up. Yeah. Like he hadn't trained in 10 days or something and turned up still being like, Oh, I'm like 80% and, yeah. and still I, I, we, we definitely had the same thing, except he was in like, we were like, obviously not on the same timeline. He was in the peak of his illness where I think I was on the tail end of it. I was like getting over it and then like ended up relapsing obviously because of the comp. Yeah. You know, but whatever. So um, I'd had a couple of people say to me because I was quite, overall disappointed with with how we as a, a, a club performed in the competition. But that's okay. You know, you can't always crush it, right? Yeah. And I had a couple of people come up to me and say, well, not come up to me, but after the competition, I had a couple of students say, oh, so, you know, like once I had expressed my disappointment, they were like, oh, we we still doing that grading thing or, <laughs> and, uh, and I, you know, and I'm not going to lie on the day of the comp, I, the thought went through my head where I was like, man, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. I, maybe it's you definitely did, you a did grading. a swing. You did a mental swing. I think I asked you about it on the day 
And at the end of the day, you were like, well, for the first half of the day, I was definitely canceling oh, it. Did I? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We spoke about <laughs> it very briefly. But then I think after you saw me, you know, winning gold, it just gave you <laughs> – Gave you more motivation. You're like, fuck, I believe again. I can, oh, that's right. I can we, love again. We, we spoke about the look of disappointment on my face when yes. you hit that rear naked yes. choke in the no-gi match. Yep. Yeah. Um, but hey, man, a win's a win. Yeah. However, gold's a goal. However you get it done. I mean, gi wasn't super great and we can talk about that and we have, but no-gi, mate. I still won. Yeah, yeah. Can't take a, that away. A win's a win, a whether it's a, win, a walkover mate. or not. It know, was a win's a win. Were, there were no walkovers. <laughs> there were no walkovers. Um, it was three, yeah. three subs and a win on points. Yeah, which was the final. Uh, you know, but, but jokes aside, there's a bunch of people at the gym who didn't compete and aren't competitors or whatever, didn't compete for whatever reason. Yeah. And, you know, so there's people outside of who went and competed who may or may, you know, maybe be ready to, to change belts. So, yeah, so we are having the grading. I mean, I'm not sure when it will be in relation to when this episode airs, but, you know, it's coming up in a couple of weeks, going to do a grading. And so I wanted to talk about, about, gradings and because I've recently kind of changed my opinion you have about them. Yes. What do you mean? You know how you say like we've had this conversation. You're looking at me like we have. When? When? What? We have had this conversation about gradings in the past and you've I know your opinion on on gradings and I know that your opinion on them versus what you're implementing in the gym has changed. So I've noticed right, that okay. your opinion has changed, even though we haven't, you haven't explicitly sat me down on a podcast and been like, Kieran, <laughs> let me tell you about my opinion on ratings. Come on, man. Kieran, let me brief you on my opinion. <laughs> Get your notebook out. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> click, click. Uh, yeah. So maybe I'll, I'll in the beginning, right? <laughs> <laughs> in the beginning, there was gradings. <laughs> and then there wasn't. And now there is again. Episode Such a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe from where I started, I didn't really do gradings for the first. The gym's coming up to being four years old, four years young. And I didn't, I didn't do gradings in the beginning. And the reason for that was because of when you look at a traditional grading that most people would be familiar with who are listening to this episode, there's a lot of anticipation and sometimes anxiety leading up to a grading, wondering whether or not you're going to, to get your belt. Mm. And that can sometimes be quite heartbreaking when you don't get your belt, especially if your gym has only like you know, one grading a year or or I think most gyms will have a couple a year or something. And then you got to think, oh, I got to wait all that time again. You to have maybe to make sure it. you show up on the day. <laughs> That's you know? right as well. Like, yeah, people who, who I don't know, they're away that day because of work or an you emergency. don't get graded, yeah, son. Yeah, you don't get Twelve graded. months later. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> get in line, bitch. That's rough. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I used to not really do gradings and I would just grade students individually when it was the appropriate time for that individual. And I think that, you know, on paper that makes sense and I think is a perfectly fine way to do it. However, I've sort of come to realize that it really depends on the makeup 
of the students in your gym and the size of your gym. So when you have a massive gym with like 700 students or something, yeah, crazy. Or something like that, the argument is that you can kind of almost like at, at any given time, you can be given someone a belt and it's kind of like a, a grading and the atmosphere is there and everything. Cause you have so many students and it just, the, the volume that you have, allows that to happen. And it also kind of makes a bit more sense because if you have a huge amount of volume, like a a huge number of students, imagine if you had like 500 students Mm. and then you have this one day a year where, you know, you've got to grade. Okay. Obviously not every single student would grade at a grading, but even if it was 20% of them, you know, you're all of a sudden got to grade a hundred students on the one day. Like it's crazy. Mm. And as, as time has gone on and, and even though the gym has grown, I've kind of realized that I like the unifying camaraderie of a grading event. And I've, I kind of, my opinion now is doing both at the same time. And what I mean by that is to perfectly use what you said, where if someone misses the grading because they're away or something, I'm not then going to make them wait right? Like without mentioning any names, I know one particular person who I would like to grade, but they won't, I already know they won't be yeah, here. I know who you're talking about. We'll right? talk about off, off, oh, air, off air. I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> I, I have funny. a feeling It's like we're the know. same person. Yeah. Though. <laughs> <laughs> um, that reminds me, I'll phone in next episode and yeah. you can just do bo- yeah, play done. both parts. <laughs> yeah, so I have an analogy. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I had someone comment on one of our Instagram posts being like, the only thing missing from this this episode was Adam's analogies. And I was uh, like, oh, I'll try to step it up next yeah, episode, step bro. step it up, bro. Yeah, so there's someone who I know won't be at this upcoming grading who I would mm-hmm. like to grade. I'm not then going to make them wait. Like once they get back to the gym, I'll, you know, once they're back in the swing of it, mm-hmm. I'll just grade them, yep. you know, in, in a regular class. Mm. But yeah, I, I quite like the – the unifying of the event because it's something it's something special like graduating from uni or something you know it's it, yeah, it's cool it, it feels really good to get your belt amongst your peers to be there and see your peers get their belt you know uh i think for me if i if i got my actually i did get my brown belt not at a grading i should say but you know i remember when i got my purple belt and it was amongst like all my training partners and like it feels really good to have all the support of your friends there. Particularly because when you got your purple belt, for those that aren't in the know, you got passed up like three times or something ridiculous where you were ready or like you were in that position where you could have, it could have gone either way, you know? And it happened yeah. for like two years where you were, you were sort of flirting with that purple belt. I remember you told the story where um, Fabio decided to start awarding stripes and yeah, the right. next grading, he called you up when you thought you were getting your purple. He gave you four stripes oh, yeah. on your blue belt and you were like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. That's such a funny story. I love yeah. it. So, you know, yeah, yeah so make, I mean, makes sense. I can also relate to the sort of disappointment of thinking you're going to get your belt and not getting it. Yeah. But most of my students will tell you I'm rather open with, to, to some extent, the conversation about belts and because it is a big part of jujitsu. I mean, for those that say some people might not care, but a lot of people do. Yeah. And I mean, fuck when it comes to the whole, like our oh, belts don't matter. I agree in, in, in a sense that, you know, if a, a silly example, but for example, I'm competing in the 
quote, pro division in the next grappling industries, right? In the next competition that allows you to go up in belt, right? Mm. And in that in that comp, if I win one of my matches against a higher belt, you could be like, oh, belt's so matter, blue belt won. But but it's it's there's more to that. So yes, I agree. In that context, sometimes belts are irrelevant. It's more about the athlete. But in in terms of jujitsu as a whole, the belt structure is an incredibly port, important part of the sport and an important part of the culture, right? Yeah. So you can't say that they don't matter because it's it's not accurate. Yeah, and it also is like a representation of how much technical jujitsu does this person know? Yeah. Right. You know, cause some guys might be, yeah, a blue belt or even a white belt machine, but mm. the, the classic story is they're a division one wrestler, mm. you know, and of course they're going to be a handful, potentially even for a black belt, especially in Nogi. Right. Uh, but could they teach a jujitsu class? Do they know how to teach a hip escape or a guillotine or whatever? Like, you know, yeah. there's also the technical, the theoretical side, I guess you could say of jujitsu. So yeah, I think at the moment anyway, in 2022 belts still matter, at least for me, I think they do. Uh, and I think for a lot of people they do. I don't know many white belts or blue belts who would, who would kind of have that, yeah, man, just chuck me. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go fight Gordon Ryan today, man. Like, you know, they're probably like keyboard warrior say it, but yeah. realistically, I think the average the average competitor, of course, there'll always be those one percenters, but I think the average competitor probably enjoys that there's some sort of levels and increasing difficulty, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. But yeah, so, you know, I'm relatively open with that belt discussion and, you know, there's there's some people who – Maybe I just need a little bit more from, and let's say someone who I'm not going to give a belt to this upcoming grading, right? Will they then have to wait till the next one? Maybe, maybe not, right? It depends what happens between now and then. But I always, when I know I'm ready to give someone a belt, I always then wait a bit more. So for example, there's someone who I would, this upcoming grading, who I would more than happily give them their next belt. But I've only just had that thought in the in the past, let's say month or something, started to think, man, I would be more than happy to see this person wearing that belt. But now that I've had that thought, I go, okay, so now I'll wait a bit longer. In other words, they're not getting it, this grading. Mm. So it's kind of like, I just need to make sure, mm. you know? It's like, you know, if I need to fill something to a hundred, I'll put a fill to one hundred and ten, just to you know. Uh, then to, it spills everywhere. Yeah, Fuck yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> now it's on the floor. Now to get to get the mop. <laughs> Fucking hell, man! This is terrible. You know, <laughs> I just always want to, you know, want to make sure. And I think giving belts too early, I'm doing a disservice to my students anyway. Yeah. So I've, I've kind of reverted back to enjoying the enjoying the event of a, of a grading. And I really, I mean, I want like, for example, even when I'm giving a stripe to a student, which I do just in regular classes, mm. God, imagine holding onto stripes till Fuck gradings. That, You'll man. be, bro, you'll be there, be all, there day. all day, right? Like in one person, particularly the white belts, man, they'll be getting like three at a time or something. Oh, God. It kind of takes it away from yeah. the, the whole experience. I don't know. So even when I'm giving a stripe in a regular class, I like to do it when there's lots of people there yeah. because you know, your training partners get pumped on you getting your stripe and whatever. And yeah, it's just a stripe. But at that point in time for that person, it's, it's, it's their 
biggest achievement in jujitsu, yes. right? You know, and for some people, especially that first stripe they get on their white belt, maybe for them, it's, I get heaps of students when they get their very first stripe, ask for a photo, mm-hmm. which I, you know, I'm like, this is a stripe, but you got to think for them, it's their first sort of like recognition of like, bro, you're fucking doing it. You know, I've, I've got a photo of you, of you and I, every single grading, like including all the stripes. So yeah. I've got, yeah. So I've got all my white belt stripes and my blue belt. So like if one day, if I get a black belt from yourself, I will have every single time you graded me. Do like a way. little mini montage of you, it. You could do an absolute montage yeah. and you could put it like in a frame. I haven't thought about this. I haven't already started designing it, bro. Shut up. <laughs> Stop asking questions. You've already done the math and you're like, okay, four stripes each belt. I'm going to need a frame with this many pictures. Yeah, yeah, 100%. These are the dimensions. This is the resolution. Yeah, man. Yeah, so sure. so I've, I've come back to, to thinking that I like that grading style as well having a – a small, not a smaller gym. Like, like I said, the gym has been growing, but small in terms of it's not a 500 student gym. I know every single person by name mm. and I, I can, it's not too difficult for me to keep track of their individual progress. Of course, I still have a sort of backup. What would I say? You know, I have a, yeah. a, a software that yeah. tracks people so no one slips through the cracks, right? Mm. It's just like a sort of safety net because sometimes it happens, right? You, oh man, I forgot about that dude because I don't know, maybe just- It's a lot, mean, of, lot of things to keep in, in mind. Like, yeah, I do mean, you keep notes? Okay, maybe this is something that you don't want to divulge. Um, and if so, that's cool. But do you keep notes on students? Like if you have a particularly good role or whatever, or, or um, maybe you, I don't know, saw them in the comp and you really liked the way they performed. Maybe they didn't necessarily win, but for whatever- do you, do you keep a track of that or are you just keeping mental sort of logs on, on each individual and letting your opinion of them like shape over time to be like, okay, you're ready now? Yeah, it would be the latter. Yeah. You know, um, obviously there's anything negative that they've done or anything, you know, uh, a, a poor performance side of their jujitsu, that sticks out more I'm not, I'm not this refer- fucking D-bat, man. I'm never going to live it down. I'm not referencing that. <laughs> You're like, go home, write in your journal, add six months to purple belt. Six months ambitious, but okay. No. <laughs> oh, fuck. Add uh, two years. <laughs> never but, getting purple belt. Got swept in comp. Yeah. <laughs> Fell over. I mean, swept oh, or whatever. Same, 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 right? The guy got two points. Uh, yeah, like if- you know, negative things stick out more. And I mean, that's just a psychological thing, right? Absolutely, I, I, I yeah. remember watching a, an interesting TED talk about it as to why, essentially the, the premise of the TED talk was why first impressions matter so much. And it was essentially the fact that the majority of people in society are good and do the right thing. Therefore, when someone does the wrong thing, it sticks out more and burns more in into your into your brain, you know, Makes sense. um, the same way that, I don't know if you're walking in the rain and someone was like, here, man, take my umbrella. And some other dude was like, you know, ha ha, suck it. You're getting wet. Go fuck yourself. I've got an umbrella. The, the ladder would stay with you for longer. Yeah, for you know, years, even though yeah. that really you think about like how nice of a gesture it would be for someone to, to give, give up you, their yeah, umbrella. Yeah, 100%. For but you know, and that's similar to the, the example they used in this TED talk, they mm. use something along those lines. Mm. 
So, you know, I don't think I need to make, I don't physically make notes. You put it really well that that my opinion of whether they're ready or not shapes over time and other things influence that as well. I've spoken previously that there's, there's kind of three different things I look at in terms of what are their goals. Okay, they want to be a competitor, then there's no buts about it to some so these extent. Are, sorry, just for the audience, these are three categories that you place your students in. They can be in multiple of these, but these are like the, how That's you grade. Right. Yeah. So there'd be the hobbyist, there'd be the – so the hobbyist is – meets the lowest standard, if you will. I don't want that to come across rudely, but it, I mean, that's just the reality of it. Someone who starts jujitsu and they're in their fifties and they train once or twice a week compared to an 18 year old who trains five, six days a week and wants to go fight at the worlds or whatever. You, man, you can't hold them to the same standard. Mm-hmm. And that 50 year old, he, if he's learning and progressing and everything, he deserves to get his new belts as well. Mm-hmm. But you know, would, blue belt 50 year old, like ever be as good as the 18 year old blue belt? Maybe not. Or maybe you would be, I don't know. Everyone's different, but so the hobbyists are held to one standard. Then you've got competitors and there's no buts about it. If you want to be a competitor, your competition results are going to hold some weight. I don't mean you have to mm. win, you know, Oh, you're winning everything at blue belt before you get a purple belt. Yeah. Man, there'd only be like five in the world that would get their next belt the next, you know, each yeah. year or and whatever. just on that, every comp blue belt I've won so far, at least something. So <laughs> maybe, maybe put that down, <laughs> write that down somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I made, I mean, I, I, uh, I think I podiumed at every comp at blue belt and I still got called up and got four stripes on my belt. So you've got well, that. You've I mean, I haven't just podiumed the fucking center of the podium, mate. So maybe that's <laughs> the, the differentiating factor between the two of us. <laughs> Don't know. It's funny. Uh, <laughs> How to not get your purple belt. Insult coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Sophia, um, who's one of our students, she's a blue belt. She did really well at the comp, crushed it. And um, she always just jokes about getting her purple belt. Yeah. And she sent me when, when Varun, who's a big up and coming Australian jujitsu competitor who fights for unity. He won worlds last year at blue belt, uh, featherweight or something. Roosterweight, small guy. <clears throat> anyway, he won, he won worlds. And then a few months, a few months after worlds, he got his purple belt. Yeah. He, he competed twice. I saw him at two comps between uh, when he won worlds and when he got his purple belt. Right. Blue belt. Right. He's just scoring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what, well, yeah, it was because he, he missed the grading, right? When, oh, which was why right. it wasn't because Murillo, his coach at unity didn't think he should have gotten it. He just missed the grading. Right. Yeah. So right. he didn't get it until he was next in New York. But so when he got his purple belt, Sophia sent me Varun's Instagram and I, you know, and that was essentially her poking. Yeah. And I wrote back, I was like, the dude won worlds and still had to wait a few months for his purple belt. And she, and she was like, <laughs> oh, is, yeah, yeah. Is, what a backfire. Is that a, you know, is, is that, that a, a note? A, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well. <laughs> yeah, Sophia's never getting a purple belt. Yeah, never, bro. She keeps harassing us to come on the podcast. Never. <laughs> no. never. You're the only blue belt chump allowed on this podcast. Uh, blue belts are cool. <laughs> Some of them. Yeah, so I can't remember how I got this off track. 
Yeah, you tend to. Oh do that. yeah, make it. Yeah. What, make, what did do Alex, I make mental what notes? What did Alex say? It wouldn't be a Beyond Jiu Jitsu podcast if we didn't go beyond. Alex is one oh, of our yeah, listeners. So shout out to Alex again. Yeah, visited yeah. the gym. Legend. Yeah, yeah, that's right, buddy. Yeah, I've had we've had someone comment once before, like you guys really did go beyond Jiu Jitsu. Is not yeah. to say you said <laughs> nothing about Jiu Jitsu. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I kind of you know, of course, if something negative happens or that might stick in my mind a bit more mm. until that my opinion has has formed to where I'll want to give them the next belt. And usually I think maybe I'll I'll have sort of three stages. There'll there'll be that initial sort of thinking, eh, maybe this maybe this person is getting close. Mm. And I'm always paying attention to my students, but you know, if I've got someone who got their blue belt a month ago, I'm not going to be looking at them kind of with this assessment of do they have the qualities that I want in a purple belt? Yeah. Like it's not even coming into my brain. Yeah. So, but I'll have that initial sort of, okay, does this person have what it, what it takes? Are they ticking all the right boxes? And that's when things will start to stick in my mind a bit more. And obviously I spend a lot of time with my students over the course of their progression, but when that thought first comes into my mind, I'll really start, you know, almost going out of my way to give them extra feedback. I give feedback to all my students, but I might give extra things where I'll say, man, I really want to see this from you. You know, this needs to be fixed or mm-hmm. something like that. So if you start saying that to someone, <laughs> maybe, hint, hint. Uh, yeah, maybe, I mean, I, maybe I just you like, st- maybe I just like you a lot. <laughs> Uh, that's that's <laughs> no, me gone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, I'll have the thought of, yep, they're ready. But then that just starts the, the clock of, I'll wait a little bit more to be a hundred percent sure. And that little bit is probably like, depending on the belt. So like a little bit for a white to blue, maybe a couple months, blue yeah. to purple, maybe six. Yeah. <laughs> and then for like a black belt, yeah, maybe, maybe two years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait maybe a little could, bit. Could take a, Cause a lot can happen in that little yeah. bit. Maybe they piss you off. Yeah, that's right. Maybe they don't lend you. Their umbrella. When yeah, it's and then I'm like, forget about it. Yeah, forget <laughs> about it. Get out of here. <laughs> you know, but these last, the last two years, have been have been a bit harsher on on people's progression because there's some people who are, would be having that feeling of, oh, I've been this belt for so long, like for X amount of time. Mm. Surely my time's come, you know, coming up. But. As a whole, they missed six months of the last two years because of mm. lockdowns. So it's done a – unfortunately, it's slowed down everyone's progression, at least in Australia, right, where there's been lockdowns. They should have been doing the dodges. They should have been doing the dodges, training yeah, on the side. Yeah, bro. Getting tickets. Getting that vid, the Break. spicy cough. The what? The spicy cough. Haven't what? you heard that? No. The COVID? Oh, the vid, the spicy the cough? The spicy cough. No, nah, It's my favourite, like, slang term for COVID. Spicy, spicy cough. cough. It's funny. No, but I did recently see someone um, slap a McDonald's worker or something because the nuggets were too spicy. <laughs> yeah. In America, of course. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that makes the yeah. Will Smith and, and Chris Rock thing look like nothing. Yeah. So that no, for, it's the time of this being recording recorded. That it happened yesterday. Happened yesterday or the day yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. The that was hectic. Thing. Yeah. yeah. And then we're talking about um, before oh, the Hannah podcast. Gracie. Hannah Gracie, fuck me, bro, jumped on that shit straight away, 
and release He's like- just a, too much for me. Uh, yeah, he released a, a, a reel where he was like, how to not let this happen to you, the three steps. And like fully took it serious and did a breakdown. It's so cringe, but it's it's so cringe that it's funny. It's not funny. It it's is. It's just cringe. I was thinking maybe we should do a parody of it, taking the piss out of his thing, out taking the piss Hannah. out of- Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we should. But God, you script it and we'll do it. Yeah, so <laughs> fair enough. God, he's his energy is just too much. Yeah, I just he's I, he's I, just too extra. You know, yeah, he's I just mean, a bit too extra. Dude needs like a roofie or two. Yeah, just, just chill out. But I will say that the man is a true entrepreneur. He looks at everything as an opportunity to plug his shit. Love it. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I if he was him, born in the, if yeah if he was born in the fifties, he would have been crushing it as a door to door salesman. Oh man, he his hustle is next level. Yeah, so he'd I be the, the, the classic sell ice to an Eskimo. He would have been able to do. <laughs> I reckon. Oh man. Yeah. So, you know, I've I've definitely starting to enjoy, and I at least think is applicable to to our gym. This more traditional style of grading, if you will. Like I said, I'll, I'll always do a combination of both. I, yeah, I think it's unfair to, to make someone wait longer than they need to, which I'll, I'll, I'll never make someone wait just because, oh, well, you know, you missed the grading, so sorry. Mm. But also when it is just a bit of a more casual hobbyist as well, there's not really – that much harm making them wait a little bit longer. Yeah. What's the you rush? Know, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, I know it can feel like there's a rush and I do sympathize because I went through all this as well. But, you know, if if it is waiting a, a few more months or six more months and it is just a hobbyist, Doesn't it's, not, it's not going to do any harm yeah. because – Maybe their standard wasn't that good anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, you can wait a little bit longer. It's going to make your standard a bit higher. And, yeah. you know, maybe maybe that's harsh, but that that's how I feel about it. What I'm not on board with, with grading still, though, is like is the, the gauntlet belt ripping. That is so dumb. I, I see it all the time on, on jiu-jitsu Instagram is these fucking gauntlets where if, if you haven't seen a gauntlet before – it's where if someone gets awarded their belt, whatever belt it is, everyone in the gym that's present there creates like a tunnel of people. And you got to walk through the middle of the tunnel, people on either side, and they fucking flog you with their belt as you walk through. It is yeah. the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Every time, every time I see it, I see who's posting it, who's doing it, and I consider unfollowing. Like, because is this someone that I want influencing me? Someone that, you know, believes in this dumb shit. Yeah, it's so stupid. It's. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's a sign of don't train at this gym because mm. we physically abuse you. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's dumb. It's fucking dumb. And I, but you know, I can see how it came to be and I can see why people do it when, but you got to look beyond your own internal club and your group of training partners. So when it's, when it's when you just look internally at your club and your students and your training partners slash friends, you can see how you could get on board with it. So what I mean, like, let's say, I don't know, let's say there was a gauntlet, a grading or whatever, and there's just, I don't know, like, let's name some of the, the really good people that we have really great relationships with at the gym. Let's mm -hmm. say it's like you, me, 
uh, Dan, Jake, Nogi, Rob, like, and a bunch of Toby, people who mm. you train hard with and have fun with and mm. laugh with. Like, man, I'll I'll be all for whipping the shit out of you with a belt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not even a grading. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not like I would hold him down. <laughs> Man, you should have joined the Navy. You would have been perfect. This is perfect. Get the duct tape. You know, like if if you look about your group of friends, it's kind of, I don't know, it's like a another version of, of like sack whacking a friend. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's kind of like boys will be boys in a sense of roughhousing and shit. Yeah, and it, I'm not it fits saying in it's- with the culture, but it, yeah. I, I, I'm I not saying it. it's not stupid, yeah. but I mean, you can see how people are cool with it, mm. but you've- I mean, I think really you got to look at it externally. Mm. And if if you had someone walking into your gym and they look at that and they're not really – they don't know much about jiu-jitsu or they're thinking about trying jiu-jitsu and they look at that, you know, you're going to go, man, like, no, why, yeah. ow, oh, my God. Yeah. Like it really is a type of physical abuse. It's so unnecessary. And the thing I always say to my students who are all for the gauntlet, I say, man, okay, you you want the gauntlet? Let's have a roll and I'll roll with you in a way that you'll be begging for the gauntlet. Like if that is, if the gauntlet is the last step between you and your belt, I mean, what, what the fuck were you doing the last 12, 24 months or whatever mm. until that point? You know, if that's the, the, the final challenge, you obviously weren't training very well. You, yeah. know, you weren't training very hard leading up to it. Yeah. You know, it's silly. So it's, it, it is really it, silly. It just makes no sense. And and I, I think it, it, it like degrades the reputation of jujitsu as well. Like from an outside perspective, I know a lot of people that it's funny though. A lot of people I respect in the jujitsu space do shit like that. Do the gauntlet, like jujitsu's gym, for example, mm-hmm. for those listening, if you're in the jujitsu space, you probably heard of a guy called jujitsu on YouTube. If not, just look him up. Um, he, he does a lot of content on jujitsu has been like one of the big guys for years and years and years been posting for nearly a decade, right? His gym does a gauntlet and he's done plenty of videos on his channel talking about it and defending it and saying, you know, we do it and this is why. And when people like that, that have such influence in the community, particularly influence amongst white belts, you know, advocate for shit like that. I think it just sends the wrong message. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It's just a real sort of bullying mentality. Yeah. You know, it's super outdated. Yeah. And, and people take it too far. You see the videos like people like literally trying to like hurt the person, like hitting them as hard as they can. And it's just silly. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, that's but what that's, that's what it used to be like when we'd do it in Brazil, you know, and the way it used to work was, you know, you'd you'd make the gauntlet, the corridor. And if you got your blue belt, you had to walk up and back. If you got your um, so you'd walk up and back and then like when you got back, you'd get your belt put on. Mm. Right? Oh no, sorry, you'd often have it beforehand. Anyway, if you're getting your purple, you'd go up, back, up, back and your brown, up, back, up, back, up, back. Right, is how it would work. And the black belt, you stay there for a day and a night. <laughs> yeah, no, it, and, and then you wouldn't do it when you got your black belt because it was, you know, Oh, you were, you were above that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> which also, which, you know, See, this reiterates yeah, how yeah. terrible it is. It issues but, across the board with this. But what would happen is the the black belts would stand at the ends of the of the of the gauntlet. So when you would walk up and you're then trying to turn around to go back, like they're at the end and they're not they don't just hit you once. They're just multiple whipping you 
as you're, you know, and, and they would even like to some extent like follow you down the gauntlet a little bit, whipping you. And anywhere except the groin in the face was game. So, man, you it wasn't just getting hit in the back. You'd get hit in the chest. People would like fold their belt over and they would hit you on your feet right? Like smash you on your feet, in the back of your knees, in your hamstring, like everywhere. And one, one of the guys, when he got his brown belt, um, Matias, who's a friend of mine, was one of the instructors at Alliance Sao Paulo. He's from Argentina, now has his own Alliance gym in Argentina. You know, most people probably know due to football, Brazil and Argentina have their massive rivalries. I guess it'd be similar-ish to like Australia and New Zealand or America and Canada. You know, they actually have their, their neighbours, but mm. on certain things don't like each other, right? And because he was Argentinian, he did his gauntlet at uh, the lunch class, which was our competition class. So he did the gauntlet. And then because he was Argentinian in the night class, he was made to do it again. So he, so he went up, back, up, back, up, back, and then did that again in at nighttime, you know, and it's just savagery, bro. Like it's so brutal. And it's, yeah, it's funny when you think that it's like your mate, you know, it's like when you see your friend eat shit, you're like, ha dickhead, yeah. right? But- So long as they don't end up in the hospital, you know? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then the- It's like a level. It's but a then line. the bigger picture, like it's it's really not cool. And I've said this before, the, the, the final straw- when Fabio stopped doing it. And even when this savagery would happen, Fabio never did. I'd ne I've never seen Fabio hit a student, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure he did in his younger years, but I never saw him participate in the, in the gauntlet. I think that's an important thing. I like, never saw him hit yeah. some, a student with their, with the, with a belt. Uh, but yeah, so he, I knew that from conversations with him after the fact, I knew he was already kind of not on board with it anymore, but the final straw was, yeah, when he was a parent threatened to sue him from for abuse, like she watched her son just get the shit beaten out of him, mm. right? Um, that he was like, oh man, this this is done. Yeah. You know, I don't mean a son as in Fabio had five-year-old kids <laughs> walking down the gauntlet. I mean like <laughs> a son who was like an adult or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but- um, but I get it. It's kind of like, it's similar. Have you, you we've spoken about this before, but as a reminder, in some like less credible judo schools, particularly, you know, in some, you know, random parts of the world, the instructors throw the kids. Oh like, yeah, that like was a, the one where the kid died. Yeah, the kid died back, just right? from getting slammed. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if it was like a, graze, a hazing rather, or if it was like a, a promotional thing, or if it was like, hey, you need to learn how to get smashed by an adult. But it's similar to that, you know? And, and when shit goes south, like it looks fine if you're like, in that culture and you're on board with it and it happened to you or whatever, you can, your opinion on it can sort of get warped. But then when a kid fucking dies then you're like, Oh shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. obviously I don't think someone's going to die by getting whipped by a belt. But I mean, if you like, just with that guy, the Argentinian guy, like if, if for whatever reason, maybe, you know, he got some nerve damage from it. That's, that's not, yeah, that's possible. You know, yeah. if you're getting beat by multiple people with, with like fucking effectively belts, you know, you could get nerve damage maybe in the, the back of your knee or something like that, or your feet or, or some yeah. shit. It's, it's, you know. I remember when I went through it, getting my purple belt and man, for anyone who's never done a gauntlet, like it hurts way more than you think it does. Mm. Like, I mean, it hurts a lot. Mm. And luckily for me, 
well, lucky and unlucky. The unlucky part was that the, the grading that I got my purple belt was one of the biggest gradings ever because it was the same day that Fabio got his fifth degree. I think it was his fifth. Yeah, I think it was the same grading he got his fifth degree. So there were a lot of people there. But then because there were so many people, even Fabio was like making people pass this multiple times, like there's too many people, like that's just too much belt whipping. So you only had to walk the, not even up back, you just had to walk it up. Like the corridor was so long, like it curved around the gym, right? So you only had to walk it once or maybe it was up back. I can't remember, but you didn't have to do the multiple laps because there were so many people. But yeah, man, if you've, if you've never done it, like I don't advocate experiencing it. It hurts a lot, right? Um, you know, there's, I don't know, it's like hire a dominatrix or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's other ways to get whipped. I think we're going to have to change this episode title to be like, uh, are jujitsu gratings BS and gauntlets or something like yeah, that? Because so, we mean, spent 20 minutes talking about the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's a question we've answered before. I think yeah, on we have. Ask the Black Belt. We have, yeah. Episodes, but- um, but anyway, on that, I, note. I would I'd be welcome to bring it back for your purple belt. Why not? You know. Yeah, you would. I'm sure. Let's ha- let's get the people voting on it. You would. You know? yeah. yeah. And then you shirts man, off. You'd, yeah, I saw a guy do it with his shirt off once, and it's like as soon as it was when I he bet got he regret his, that. Yeah, it was when he got his brown belt as well, and uh, so he had to do the multiple laps. Yeah, I think he took two steps into the gauntlet, and the look on his face was like, "Yeah, done, fucked up." Yeah, man, like, oh god, he got so hard yeah and you'd even get people you know post grading you'd have black belts be like be like oh i wasn't here for the grading so i owe you and you know and they'd just like smash you with their belt fucking horrible bro yeah that says a lot about the individuals but anyway yeah so i'm not really on board for that culture anymore but the other aspects of gradings the positive shit the positive shit yeah Yeah. you know i like camaraderie Family. Camaraderie's being there for, for your Team teammates. bonding. You know, yeah, like I even said, I, I don't even like to give stripes when it's a small class because yeah. I want the individual to be able to have, share the experience with their training partners, you know, and particularly if, if it's someone who they have a specific person in the gym that's super important to them, like as a very obvious example, like if there's siblings, mm. you know, I'll want, any sort of stripes or belts to be given out when both of them are in the class, Mm. not necessarily because both of them are grading. They might be at completely different stages of their jujitsu, but I think it's someone important for them to share the experience with. So, you know, that aspects of gradings I really like. And, you know, I'm looking forward to this one coming up. There's a bunch of people who I've, I've wanted to give belts to for a while and, Hopefully they turn up. If yeah. they don't, they'll have to wait till next time. 12 months. Another 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, you don't have to wait another 12 months for the next Beyond Jiu-Jitsu podcast episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if you would like to support the show, you could do so by going You got to stop taking that Hannah Gracie seminar of how to sell yeah, how to shit. Se- how, how to how sell to your sh- shit. Hey, yeah. we're not selling anything. It's all free. Idiot, Everything's free. True. Everything's out of our pocket. But if you want to- But if you yeah. want to support the show, we do have a Patreon. We haven't plugged Patreon in a little while. On Patreon, uh, we do our monthly AMAs, which are Ask Me Anythings. Nudes. Yes, we do nudes. We can do technique breakdowns. We do exclusive- Naked technique breakdowns. <laughs> Bro, that's on the OnlyFans. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, yeah, shit. right. Um, that's, that's a bit more of a premium price, that one. Imagine if someone- 
Imagine if someone tried to bowler you and they didn't have pants on. Have you seen sex fights? It's a category of porn now. It's all about grappling. No. Yeah, sex fights is safe, like straight up safeguard. Not even kidding. It's called really? sex fights. Yes. No, I haven't. Really, I really. mean, I've seen the car fights. Have you seen the car fights? Oh, yeah, the jujitsu in the cars. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Out of Russia. Yeah. yeah. And there's like phone booth fighting now. Oh, my God. you seen that as well? It's crazy, man. It's stupid. Where do you even find a phone booth nowadays? Oh, pfft. Exactly. They, they build them just for the fights, construct <laughs> them. But um, anyway, this is the longest outro ever. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, if you want to support the show, we do have a Patreon and submit questions for the upcoming episode number 80 is the Ask a Black Belt. So you, you, I think you'll just be in time to submit your question by the time this airs. So please go over to our Instagram. It's the first link in our uh, link tree in our bio. And you can submit an audio question. How do we from take the questions? Audio. 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 Does that mean we can hear them? We can hear them. Do we play them on the show? We do. It's audio. That's pretty cool. It's awesome. Get audio. your audio. Audio. I like it. Audio. 